I'd like to share with you a story that's brought down in the Yosef Das. He talks about a young fellow that was drafted into the Russian army. Now being in the Russian army is a really bad sentence. It goes on for years and who knows what happens to you at the end of that. And you can imagine the pain of a father that was about to be separated from his son for so many years and into the Russian army. He didn't know what to do. He was beside himself. He spoke it over to all of his friends until one of them gave him a great idea. They said, you know what you need to do? You need to pretend to be in a wheelchair. Pretend that you cannot manage without your son. Maybe that would help you. Genius, he said. That's exactly what he's going to do. He spoke it over to his son. His son agreed. And they started rehearsing the lines, what they would do if they were asked this, if they were asked that. They got themselves a wheelchair. The day arrived that the boy had to report to the Russian army headquarters. And the soldier that was in charge of registering everyone into the army, as he walked in, this boy said, why are you coming with your father? So the boy was waiting for this question and he said, well, very simple. Look at my father. He's in a wheelchair. He cannot move. He cannot even manage without me for a few moments. I had to bring him with me. And at that point, the father looks up in a very low and soft voice says, you have to understand, without my son, I'd be lying in bed for hours and weeks and months like a stone. I wouldn't be able to get out of bed. And when they saw this, they were so impressed. Wow, what dedication that a son has to his father. That's it. You are exempt from the army. You don't have to go. You can imagine the simcha that they felt at that moment. He's free. He doesn't have to go. The father got so involved in the moment that he jumped out of his wheelchair and he started to do a little dance. Now, when the officials saw that, they said, oh, obviously you've been telling a few lies. That's it, son, to the army. And the truth is, at the end of the day, we've just had a Yom Kippur. We've had a Yom Kippur where we stood in shul and we rededicated our service to the Rabbi Nishlanim. We said, Rabbi Nishlanim, we are yours. We are your arm. We are together with you. And how do we do after that? What happens after Yom Kippur in a few days following? How do we cement it and how do we show that we're actually real? And what we said in shul, we're actually going to keep. And the answer is sukkahs. Sitting in the sukkah is one of the most incredible mitzvahs. The Zoya Kodesh brings down that the sukkah is the house of Emuna. Why is it the house of Emuna? Because the Gemara says that you're meant to go out of the comfort, of the security of your own home and enter the flimsy sukkah. By us demonstrating that we trust in Hashem so much to leave our homes and to sit, to sleep, to eat in a little hut, then we're showing the Rabbi Nishbalim our dedication towards Him wasn't just in the shul on Yom Kippur, but it continues in our whole lifetime. We should be zaykhah to have a beautiful yontav, as the Rambam tells us. It's the yontav of simcha. Why? Because real simcha is trust in Hashem. Have a beautiful yontav. Tu m'as trouvé, t'as gazoré, oui, 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 tu m'as trouvé, t'as gaz